Hello. Welcome to What's the Tea. He's Archer the Edgy. And she's Nick Jew. Man, I don't know that I remember how to do that. And then it just happened. I remember. How how was your new year? Uh, quiet. You know, I don't do that. My traditional new year starts in September. I also feel like spring is a better time for newness than January. So I'm, I'm trying to take away the pomp and circumstance of the New Year's Eve so I could just go to bed. I'm keen to I go into bed. Yeah. I stayed up for the ball drop or whatever and, you know, toasted a little toast and I was in bed by like 12.09. I love that. That is so respectable. What did you do? Uh, what did I do? That is an excellent question. I spent the first part of the day recovering from being drunk as fuck. Drunk mm-hmm. as fuck! <laughs> um, you drink all night! <laughs> <laughs> that fucking goat that fucking goat (laughs) that's actually really funny it's Um, so funny i'm i'm upset at that little boy i love that little boy but i'm so like these videos have been taken wait 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 wait. before we even get there i i uh (laughs) I want to say, let let me give the premise, okay? So there's a little boy who turned, I want to say, like, 13. I think that sounds about right. And for his 13th birthday, his family decorated, they, like, downstairs or living room or something, and this little boy... Is perf- had performed the entire three hours of the Renaissance concert, and so they're posting it on TikTok. And the people in the comments are like, "Did he do this? Do th- did he do that?" And they keep showing clips of and it. And it yes. is the answer is yes, he did. Girl, they got fucking the Dubai drunken love. They got um. <laughs> and he was like. <laughs> <laughs> They got love on top. I know. I know. It's, they got everything. They got like Atlanta night too. I really I'm very jealous. This. It's that. I am so happy that like black people in our progression and understanding of history and culture and music and sexuality and also like not wanting your child's first bully to be the people who made them like I just I'm so that makes me like I'm like oh okay maybe the world is not getting worse it's getting hotter um, yes we're all gonna die uh yes at least we've learned to care for our little black queer kids a little make them a little safer as we inevitably burn to a crisp and when I tell you he is performing the show he is performing the show. Now there is like, a white I'm lady who's so... what? Oh god. I was gonna say there's a white lady who's like who's about my age. I think her name is Renee, who's done clips of the show and she was like her cozy transition was dead on. But this is like a 13-year-old boy performing the show, but it's so funny and so good. 
I am so happy that like, because technology wasn't advanced and also like, I think my mother was not interested in keeping video record of this, but that like, when I was in sixth grade, <laughs> me and my friends were, well, my, my, my mother was actually never in custody of those videos. That was my friend Matiso's mom um, who, who filmed them on her camcorder. Um, yes. But we, we remade Jumpin' Jumpin' Because I yes. remember part where they're in the car and it zooms. We had to film his mom doing that because we were like 12, so we couldn't fucking drive. <laughs> but we did Jumpin' Jumpin', we did Bills, 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 and we did another, like, you know, Destiny's Child video when it was from the original four to the new four. Um, yes. And I'm so happy that those videos don't exist anywhere because, Child. oh my God, I'm sure. I, I I'm sure I was giving it, but I'm sure I was giving it in the in the on the wrong beat, in the wrong direction. And my cousins and I, we would perform like TLC in the living room, like baby, baby, baby. We would reenact that video. But then we also went to Great America and they used to have a thing where you could record your own video. And we did, I think we did either Ain't Too Proud to Beg or um Oh my God, poison. I'm pretty sure we probably oh did both. Oh my God. Oh yes. my God. Are you serious? Yes. yes. And when we did TLC, I was always T Boz. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> because of course I was. Yes. Uh, yes. But I, if I can find the name, I will like tweet it or put it in the show notes of the account that's posting it, but it's very joyous, very joyous. So like, that's the thing. It's just like to just see like young people be happy um, yes. is kind of great. Cause it's like, who cares? And also how iconic is it that for your birthday, you perform a three hour concert for your family? <laughs> That's just iconic. You're gonna you're gonna sit here and watch me go through the whole motherfucking thing. And I'm talking about set changes, transitions, honey, everything. 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 You know that baby has been on YouTube watching that show nonstop since the summer. Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say. You won't now you own there learning all these steps. You're gonna learn your math homework. You better learn your time tables. If Billy has two apples, nigga, you have an entire three-hour show. You better be on the whole motherfucking dean's list, bitch. Come on. Come on. You used to be in the leadership academy. Like should have your ass in somebody, uh, somebody theater school, too. You got to learn a five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, you better be down to the dance studio on Saturday and down to the uh, singer <laughs> studio on Wednesday. Uh, they tussling on the football game, child. They fighting. Mm-hmm. The uh, but the thing is, yeah, they are. The thing is that they have taken the the art out of the schools. So if the only place the baby can go costs five hundred dollars a week, then you know maybe this is why he was on YouTube you, learning the you whole show. Be like, you better be like Richie from Chorus Line and get a scholarship to college. Scholarship to college. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, so, so also on New- <laughs> Yes, yes. Also for New Year's Eve, I decided to because they're coming out with a Beverly Hills Cop 4 
and I haven't seen any of the other Beverly Hills copses. And before you get to clutching your pearls, I do not like uh, shooty shooty bang bang movies. So any of those, like I saw uh, Die Hard for the first time many years ago because I was like, why do they keep saying that this is a Christmas movie? And I watched it. I was like, oh, it's a holiday party. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so this is i don't argue with those sorts of things i i will say this the world is a um a sick and sad place and whatever you need to do to make yourself feel happy you should do that shit even if it's a movie that don't have shit to do with christmas and you just watch it every christmas watch the it's a christmas movie to you uh it doesn't matter to me for me personally nicole my definition of a christmas movie is not uh, it is two things. I have a loose definition. If there is a scene that takes place during Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. So I add uh, Mean Girls to my holiday movie watch list. Also, if for me to call it a Christmas movie, there is some sort of magical thing that takes place uh, around Christmas time for me. Uh huh. Like um, for me. Um, <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, my father really loves these like terrible, uh, not terrible, like very like the hall, like the black versions of Hallmark movies. Oh yeah, BT. BT yeah. has a shit ton of them. Yeah, I we we watched this crazy one where it was like they were making uh, sap tree sap, and it was a black lady. And she was driving up to Vermont to visit her fiance. Yes. Her fiance was going to propose, but then she got yes. and this white man saved her. And her black fiance, who uh, or black boyfriend who was going to propose to her, who let her drive his car, didn't come down and get her for like Wait. five days. I've seen this. What is it called? What is this called? I swear I saw <laughs> um, this. Something about sap and Christmas. So then she fall in love with the white dude and she leave her doctor boyfriend. Yes, that's a Christmas movie. You're uh, the the magic of Christmas. This is this is yeah. not realistic. <laughs> the magic of Christmas brought them people together. So yes, that's a Christmas movie. The same the same ancient doctor was in another movie, and I was like, "That's the nigga from the Christmas movie." <laughs> <laughs> And, and because I have the job that I have, and I was like, you know, like enjoying the film with my sisters, my dad was like, y'all don't even like this movie. I was like, we're having a great time. Like, right. like, like it's alone. watchable as fuck. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, a great time. It's not good, fellas, but we are having a great time. Right. Right. Don't worry, don't worry about us. We're, we're watching the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> Yes. I I enjoy whatever you do as your holiday tradition. Don't let nobody take that from you. I have a list of movies that I watch. I add new ones every year. Like I'm trying to watch all uh I have a big hole with all sorts of movies. So if it's something like super important <laughs> No, I have a, 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 a there's a lot of movies that people deem to be culturally significant that I haven't seen. So I try to watch new movies all the time like i know i've seen home alone i know i've seen home alone too but i hadn't watched either one of those in such a long time and i have this to say about home alone so many adults 
even outside of his family failed that child on a fucking systemic level how the fuck you just walking around town encountering really? all sorts of grown people and not a single one of them asked you where fuck your mama is the only adult that even tried to intervene was the lady at the store trying to get the police to say he stole something the police chasing your ass all through town nobody want to know where your mama and them where they at he uh, had a full seen... conversation with his neighbor with his neighbor and the neighbor the... never once was like where your mama <laughs> the black lady who like remakes herself in some of the um hair yeah i whatever actually so those. i actually have never yeah i've never seen any of her stuff because obviously i've never watched cherry potter and then when she was doing the home alone one i hadn't rewatched it yet so i need to go back and and watch it because i've never i've never watched them because i'm like these aren't going to be funny to me because i don't understand harry potter so i do need to go back and watch them now that i've rewatched home alone she did one with two can play that game and my favorite one is oh god yeah she's like y'all all 26 and i <laughs> i love her um podcast stuff when she's doing the like quandrarius or whatever his name is no she's really funny um yeah so i started watching uh, the Eddie Murphy filmography because there's so much of it that I have missed. Not so much. There's a handful of them that I have missed. And I, I believe Eddie Murphy to be one of the greatest actors of our time. In this essay, I will. <laughs> and uh, I, <laughs> I mean, truly, truly robbed for his, uh, for his Dream Girls Oscar, but he sold, he sold Norbit and he knew what he was doing and he'll be at peace with that. Okay, but the, but Norbit was like a year later. Are you saying that no, because it, no Norbit came out during the voting period for Dreamgirls? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it was, okay. It well, was released like three weeks before the Oscars, like, and it was like, but oh, so, but if Oscar was, but if they didn't watch Dreamgirls, which they probably didn't, I'm certain they, they didn't fucking didn't. watch Norbit. I know they didn't watch Norbit. Yes, but I just mean the, the press from it. And like, I think it, if that movie had come out two months later, I think he would have won the Oscar. I don't, because I don't think any of them watched Dreamgirls and had no intention on watching it. <laughs> they were like, Ever. we're just going to vote for Jennifer and just everybody leave us alone. Exactly. They were like, we sent, they sent them the package of her singing that song and they were like, great. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> They're like, we um, think you're just on mute. We, it's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I, uh, I am committed to picking up the holes that I don't have, which isn't many. Um, but there were a couple of things in the 80s, a couple of notable things, uh, namely the uh, Beverly Hills Cop franchise. I recently saw that a teaser that there's going to be a Beverly Hills Cop 4, and I'm like, oh, let me watch the Beverly Hills Copses in preparation for the new one. And while I'm at it, I haven't seen 48 Hours. I've seen bits and pieces of another 48 Hours, and then I haven't seen um, I Spy distinguished gentlemen and there's just one other um the golf one was it golf the magical negro one i don't believe i've seen that not the legend of bagger vance not that that's will smith it yeah. wasn't golf it was some like magical negro movie that came out like in the in the 
aughts, early aughts, maybe. I think I I feel like I have a hold on I because this is gonna drive me fucking crazy because I feel like I know what you're I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling it up right now too. Um, Edward Murphy. <laughs> Edward Reagan Murphy, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Reagan, Church. Jesus. Mr. Church, 2016. Uh, Mr. Church. I've not seen that. Wait, that's the magical Negro one. I believe so. Oh, I'm thinking about one a little earlier. Um, and obviously there are other movies on this list that I'm sure hardly anyone has seen. So I was just like, I'm going to go in order. Uh, but like, if there's a sequel or whatever, I will watch that too. I'm going to skip all of the 150 million Shreks because I saw the first one and that's, uh, I, I got it. I know who Donkey is. And depending on how I I've seen Dr. Doolittle, but I haven't seen Dr. Doolittle too. So I probably will just watch Dr. Doolittle um, again. Oh, have you but, seen, um, you said you watched Day to Day Care. Have you seen Pluto Nash? A long, 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 long time ago. So I think that I probably will only skip um, the movies that I've seen a bunch of times. Like I may, I probably will still watch Trading Places because I want to stay married and I haven't watched that enough. Um, but like coming to America, I just recently rewatched that not too long ago. I don't need to see that again. Um, but stuff like like Norbit, I definitely don't need to see Norbit again. But it's been a really long time since I've seen Doctor Doolittle or um, or Nutty Professor. Uh, I watch Nutty Professor at least once a year, like both of them, actually. So I'm good on that. I think that I saw Meet Dave, but I'm unsure. So, and and I know that I saw A Thousand Words, but I remember liking it. So I'm definitely going to watch that again. And I haven't seen Vampire in Brooklyn in like 20 years. What's the one with not Eddie Griffin? Um,. Oh, I'm gonna tank life. Yeah, with Martin. Uh, Martin? Yeah, not Martin. Yeah, Child? yeah, yeah. I love life. I see. I've seen that a lot too. So I, you know, it, also it's depending on like if I can find the movies streaming. I don't want to pay for a lot of these, so the the order in which I watch them will largely depend on their streaming availability. There, yeah, there are a couple that I wouldn't mind paying for because I know that i saw showtime uh but i can't remember it for no reason with rob robert de niro i know i saw it though but i just can't remember anything about sure. it sure, sure, sure. and i don't think i saw imagine that oh but no I, definitely I, saw, saw I saw an ad for that but i never saw the movie i definitely saw metro i definitely saw tower heist uh dolomite definitely saw that uh, the Golden Child is a, a a classic in my house, but I, I haven't seen that in a very a very long time either. Uh, uh, and then um, obviously the stand ups I know practically by heart. Um, right. And then there's that Haunted Mansion he did in 2003 that I don't yeah. think that I've seen. And I haven't watched Candy Cane Lane yet, but I'm also still not done watching uh, Christmas movies for the year. So there's that. You still have time. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited 
to go on this journey. The thing that I will say is, as much as I disliked 48 hours, I do not recommend it to anyone at all ever, but especially if you're like me, I don't really watch movies that were made before the modern politically correct era. And this one is so bad for so all of the things. Um, for his you first time- in their movie. It's hard R's in that fucking movie. With the, I'm, I'm talking Nick Nolte saying them to Eddie Murphy, uh, and uh, I, I will say though, for his first film, it was an interesting choice. He was the only funny thing about it, which is the case which with most of those movies that he did, like the you know uh, Beverly Hills Cops and all that. But like, he was so incredible in that movie. For that to be his first film, he was so great in that and for me that is the essence of eddie murphy i feel he is one of the most underrated actors actors of our time because he had so much depth his character was so interesting like i just think that he's so charismatic and funny that people also forget that the man can actually act he's a really good actor yeah yeah, no, I think he, the work that he's done in, in a lot of films, like, demonstrate that he, when people talk about range, like, Edward has it. in the conversation. He has it. And don't even, don't give me, sorry, don't piss me off that motherfucker gonna tweet, Taraji don't have a, a, a no range. You better, don't piss me off. Don't, some um child left behind. Yeah, I, I mean, but also, here's the thing is, like, that is, it's subjective because it's very subjective. Taraji is performing in the roles that she books, and Taraji Correct. gets booked because she does a thing so well. So just because, because she's Taraji, her do exactly. Just, so just because you haven't seen her do a thing doesn't mean she's not eminently capable of doing a thing. Because I've never, what I've never seen the lady do is miss. That's correct. That's correct. And even I, when I heard she got cast as Miss Hannigan, was like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Because I had no idea that she actually went to a performing arts school and was a singer. So that is why she should have... No, I thought she went to, like, a performing, like, high school even, too. Probably. But the lady yeah. went to Howard University. They're not going to let you out that school if you can't do everything. Exactly, exactly. And 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 she was great in Annie. So when she was announced as Suge in the color purple, I was like, Oh yes, of course, obviously. Um, but I but as I responded to this person on Twitter, I said he said we need to have the conversation about how Taraji doesn't have range. And I said, We can certainly we don't have need that to conversation. Do anything actually is what we don't no we we can we can have the conversation but in the same conversation I hope we will also be discussing Jennifer Lawrence and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I just, I, I the, the, the trope I'm really tired of is when black women speak up about injustice or something, there's this like tacit implication that, well, because they're not the greatest ever at any pot, at any given thing that, that we, I decide to move the goalpost on, then she deserves to be mistreated. I'm like, mm, that's corny as fuck, bro. Child, I saw somebody try to say that Angela Marie Antoinette, Jesus Christ Bassett, is uh, plays the same character in every movie. And even if she does, your mama. <laughs> oh, hello? Hello? Like, what you not gonna do? 
is a two-time Oscar nominee. Get why don't you get her pussy out your mouth and get uh, uh, the fact that Angela Jamika Bassett and acting in the same sentence should only be accompanied by complimentary adjectives. Eat my Correct. shorts. What are you talking <laughs> because, about? Like, what the fuck are you, what are you talking about? about? You sound stupid as shit. You sound stupid. The only reason why people feel the way that they feel is because people have distinctive voices and uh, they don't always do accent work. But at, when you get to a certain point in your career, people hire you because you are you. People hire Denzel because they want Denzel and that specific Denzel that thing, thing that he does. Yeah. And because he has a name and because he's beloved and they know people will buy tickets to see the fucking movie. I do not think, I. you and I have talked about this a lot, but like disappearing into a role is actually very uncommon. It doesn't happen very often. You do have like one or two um, distinct character actors who are extremely different in every different role, but they're hard to come by. It's like Gary Oldman, you know, uh, Kate Blanchett. But see, the thing is, like, she, she, she's still she her. But it's still yeah. her. Now, like, yeah. Winslet, the lady is gone. Like, wh where, where is she? Kate is gone. She, you can't see her when she goes in. I but feel like, the. I feel opposite. I feel like Kate Winslet is Kate Winslet in every single role. But Kate Blanchett, the uh, and like Tilda Swinton is a perfect example. I don't know who that lady is. is. Uh, yeah, outside of the movies, because she somebody different <laughs> in every damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that lady. Like, like Leo is Leo in every movie. It's just Leo and. But he's a good actor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, it's it's this bullshit. Did you see that TikTok where this um, black woman was like, "My boyfriend's friend thought he could race me in a four hundred, but I oh four hundred. My it's, God, it's people yes. like people are actually convinced that people who are very good at things aren't that good." Or they got yeah. lucky, or there's a like whatever. It's like no, they're actually just better than you at this thing. So like, yes. maybe just shut the fuck up and appreciate them for their greatness, as opposed to being like, well, they're not that good. Fuck you. Yeah, it's it's that thing I that I always say. Andrew, I can make this <laughs> better than him. <laughs> you can't. No, that's my baby. I mean, don't we, don't bring him into we could, this. We could try. We could try. <laughs> right. Let's try something, please, Jesus Lord. <laughs> Oh, Father God. Oh, Lord. And he done grew his little hair out. Jesus, he got the, the, the braids. Oh, we're taking a detour. <laughs> here's yeah, the I'm thing. Not, I'm not going to tell Beyonce, oh, I could perform better than you. Oh, you're not that good of a singer. Or like, oh, like, shut, you sound stupid. But people do it all the time. People discuss Beyonce as a vocalist all the time. And people have disparaging things to say about her as a singer. And that blows my mind yeah yeah it, it's it's like sure her voice and maria callis's voice are different instruments her voice and mariah carey or celine dion or aretha franklin they're different instruments but what you're not gonna do is sit around and and say anything other than that lady works incredibly hard she's mastered her instrument and and as we learned in the damn movie overcome a, ma a like a massive vocal injury to be even in more even more control of what she can do like 
Yeah. You sound stupid. And to me, the best thing about her is her growth because you listen to Flaws and All on the album and it's a little nasally and I don't really love the interpretation, but this Flaws and All that Mama brought into the, to the Renaissance tour? Give me this all day. I mean, the fact that her voice sounds better now, 27-something yes. odd years into her career than it did when she was younger is a testament to how hard she works how like mm -hmm. rigorous her craft is and how dedicated mm -hmm. she is to like really, really being about that life. That's, that's not true for, I can't name 10 people whose voices are even the same 10 or 15 alone. years of their career. Much Let much alone longer. better. Yeah. And apply all of that to Angela Bassett, to Raji P. Henson and get the, and get the fuck out of my face. And, get out of my and face. Pay, pay that lady what she asked for. Exactly. Exactly. What's the tea, ho? Get in the damn rental cars so they ain't driving themselves to sit and getting robbed. <laughs> that's a. I mean, that's a lot. And and the way now you know historically, historically I've not always, I have not always gone in an upward direction for Miss Oprah Winfrey. This is well documented. You mean, I was like, you don't have to look very deep into the archives <laughs> at all to find that, that cooperative information. Let me tell you the thing about Oprah, that my issue with Oprah. It is the same, a very similar issue that I have to that lady. I don't have, okay, I used to have things against Taylor Swift. Lord knows I did. My issue is the music ain't for me. I don't find her singing to be particularly pleasing to my ear and her lyrics don't grab me the way that they grab other people. However, all my other beef with her is gone. It's been gone. It's over with. I, you know, beautiful gowns. However, her fans are so awful and everyone has awful fans, but my, uh, my personal encounter with her fans make me not like that lady. That's how I feel about um, Oprah. Oprah. When I, because at, at her height, whenever I would go to work and something she said or did was big, every white woman I worked with was like, did you watch Oprah? Yes, but like, girl, no. I, have we not established that I don't watch Oprah? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, did you hear what Oprah said about this? I'm like... <laughs> Is that your is no. that your God? Is that the is that the pastor, the priest, the bishop, the pope? Please leave me alone about what the fuck Oprah is talking about. No one person should have all this power. She just shut down the fucking beef industry. I've been I'm not new to this Illuminati shit, especially when it comes to Oprah. So, you know, listen, but I don't believe most of the shit that y'all say about that lady. I don't believe it to be true. I don't believe any of it actually however them trying to make her look like the bad guy and like throwing subliminals and trying to be body language experts with her and taraji taraji had to come on the internet and be like nah what y'all not gonna do is talk about oprah like she wasn't a huge help to all of us also the thing is like oprah's the executive producer and i hate to pull out the like y'all don't know what the fuck you're talking about no please pull like it out please pull it out <laughs> The the um the way that movies work, um the way that <laughs> art works, that like an executive producer is not your on the ground person. That person is a is the line producer. The line producer's <laughs> job is to make sure that the individual lines of the project stay on budget and are 
and are delivered to completion. So the reason that they probably weren't offered this thing that is prohibitively expensive and probably not in the budget is because the line producer thought they were doing their job well. They probably weren't taking into context what the actors needed. But for if y'all act like every single decision that happened in that movie was either like was Oprah's or Steven's, y'all just don't know what y'all talking about. And you make it obvious that you don't know what you're talking about when you say shit like this. They're like, I can't believe this movie produced by a black woman had these black women. I'm like, yeah, there is a behind the scenes movie on HBO that they probably filmed over like two days out of the entire production where Oprah was actually on set. Yeah, Oprah's not on set every day. Like she has shit to do. Or she came she and visited. Set, she's doing she's doing other stuff. She's not like yeah. co-directing the movie. And I do want to acknowledge that it is uncommon for talent to have to drive themselves to location. However, I think logistically, yeah. they're filming this movie in the middle of somewhere, Georgia. And I imagine that Taraji and them were not staying anywhere near the film location. Yeah, they probably weren't housed together. They probably She probably wanted her own like situation, which I also understand if you're on set for like months and weeks at a time. You don't want to feel cramped. You don't actually, it's not conducive to like a healthy life to be living in a studio apartment when you're at a, you know, on location for like six to eight weeks. You probably wanted like glam and luxury and a spa and, you know, like a bathtub and shit. So they, oh, they gave her the house yeah. that she wanted. So yeah, like get to set whenever you need to. It, 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 and, it's. Yeah, but then their trailers. Where they were all like sharing little whatever trailers or whatever, and like that again, that is also uncommon. I don't, I'm not saying that the things that people are bringing up about these conditions feeling wrong are wrong. You're right, you're absolutely right, but I don't think that we can directly say this is Oprah Winfrey's fault. Oprah wasn't like, mm -hmm, let me get them niggas diet right instead of set it up, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right, definitely. Uh, what else has occurred in the world since we last said spoke? The Golden Bachelor wedding happened. Oh my God. The Golden Wedding happened on Thursday. Um, spoiler alert. It was terrible. It was oh, fucking no. awful. It was awful. Here's the thing. You know, whenever The Bachelor does something, they need to fill two hours worth of content. This was a live show and jesse palmer's wife was in labor so the first thing he said was my wife is literally in labor and i may at some point have to leave but i'm going to leave the show in the capable hands of my friends kathy and charity now now reggie if me and you met dating the same man and and you ended up being with that man that I also wanted to be with, even though you and I have developed a little bit of a friendship because it's an awkward situation, I don't necessarily want to come to y'all wedding. It's a no for me. But because it's an ABC of production they paid for the wedding the the whole cast pretty much was at the motherfucking wedding the officiant was susan one of the contestants 
there, like the way that y'all would have me, I would be airing that bitch out. Because if you're going to say, does anybody object to these? Hell, motherfucking yes, I object. It's like six holes here that might object, including the other bitch that we went down to the final two with. Why Leslie here? Why is Leslie at my wedding? Because if I was the girl, I would be like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, go. Why she here? And of course, it's a different situation. All of Bachelor Nation, they eventually all kind of become friends. And it's such a unique experience that you and only a certain... What's that word word you said? You said eventually? Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) But, you know... Wedding. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is a very unique experience that people, the women or the men who are in the house together who don't win, usually end up bonding. Either even like the people who win, their friends still with other people in the house. This shit. Okay, so Charity uh, did not pick Joey. He was like in her top three or four. I think he got to hometown. And he also met her family. Joey is mm-hmm. the next bachelor. Uh, he was there. And him and Charity had to do an interview together. Yeah, that that is that while is, Charity's fiance Dotton is standing behind her. She's seeing her ex boyfriend essentially for the first time since they broke up. Since the since the after the final rose, it's too messy for me. And and like at somebody else's wedding. Because if y'all was beating then, at that wedding, y'all should have been beating at that wedding. At that wedding. And then Brayden, with his bitch-ass earrings, he met a chick on Bachelor. Anybody named Brayden. Wow. Girl, B-A-R-Y-D-E-N as well. He met want, a chick no, I don't on... I do any more about black people and their names <laughs> when white people will be doing okay. English language. <laughs> he met a chick on Bachelor in Paradise. He proposed... To this lady at this wedding. At this wedding. He got down on if one knee and proposed. If you Maybe. propose to somebody at my wedding, we're fighting a And then they're going to come back from commercial break and Jesse's talking about he got Gary's permission to propose. Shut up. Shut, no, stop lying. Y'all saw all us tweeting and shit like, this is disgusting. And you have to make that up. If Why would you do that? Somebody at my wedding, if you announce a pregnancy at my wedding, if you do anything at my, at my baby wedding, shower, going to eat, dance, and have a great time, and give me a gift that I've registered for and leave when I tell you to, we're fine. Baby. baby, if you was beefing at that wedding, you should have been beefing at that wedding. Why would you bring to somebody else's club? That's sad. That's sad. That's sad. Uh, so it was all of that. And then they did like the bachelorette party with Kathy and all the other chicks from the fucking show. You know what I would have liked to see Kathy and her, I mean, Kathy, Teresa and her real friends, Teresa and her sister and her sisters or whatever. Like, I understand that this is an ABC production and they're paying for it. So they get to call the shots, but you know, what would have been really nice and authentic experience. And you know, exactly. maybe her real friends so didn't want to be on the show. Yeah. Right, right. Then don't do it. Do something else. I, and I, I, I do find it hard to believe that her friends wouldn't want to like 
be on television celebrating this moment with the a person that they love. Like if you told me, if you got a text message, if you text me, you're like, hey, I'm getting married to this person on a reality show. Do you want to come to my wedding? I'd be like, fuck not, yeah. do, not do not do you want to. I'm getting married to this person I met on a reality show. The wedding is being filmed on this day. You have to be there. Correct. And I'd be like, okay, what bet? What is the cut? What's the um, dress code? Right. Like, and and so I couldn't tell if they stacked the the crowd with like older looking people that they hired as actors or if these were their friends there was so many like 70 ish year old white people in the audience i'm like did they hire these people or are these their friends It was so disappointing because a wedding could be such a beautiful thing. Trista and Ryan were there, baby. Why? Why Ryan look about fifteen years older than Trista? Because you know what? Two things he's not doing: drinking water and minding his fucking business. He's not problematic, though. I don't think we don't hear from them. They come out every few years. I just said. He's not drinking water in my <laughs> keep him in the uh, in the basement every every few uh, <laughs> just keep them I just remember because she's the first bachelorette, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's like twenty years. Yeah, they can't be fucking up the brand. They said we let y'all outside for forty eight hours and y'all gotta go <laughs> every back five years. Exactly. I just point that out to say that I know that she's older than him because I remember that being kind of a big deal for her when she was picking him and she looks fan fucking and he looks like her elder at this point. He, not that he looked bad, but it's just that I remember her feeling a way about that. And now it's like, this is the lesson. None of that shit really matters in the long run. No, it does. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I imagine that when you fall in love to that extent and you think about like being, you know, making a promise to be together for as long as possible, um, that you assume the motherfucker don't age. It's like, yeah, I want you. Yeah. But also as a woman, especially being the older one in the relationship, you you carry all of these societal things too, you know, yeah. Um, But so the wedding itself wasn't even great because Susan was cracking jokes. It was like the Susan stand up. Uh, She did a tight, a tight nine. Basically. No, Susan, this isn't the moment. This is not your moment. And I don't understand why Susan and Kathy was there because which show, they not going to put y'all on another show. They, I don't think they're going to, if they pick a golden bachelorette, I thought they already did that. I thought, I can't even remember. I thought it was, um, what's her name? But maybe I'm wrong. I couldn't, I can't remember if they actually announced somebody. That would be wild. If they picked another golden bachelor, if like, if they kept this spinoff going, I mean, listen, they I'm should. Actually, more excited i mean i'd be more excited to see bachelor and bachelorettes in their 50s than you know 50s and older than these 25 year olds who are all trying to be influencers and get a damn you know uh endorsement for the new protein powder if i see one more motherfucking ad 
with a bachelor Oof. alum for a protein powder, I'm about to disable my fucking Instagram. I've never, I've never seen that. So I think I understand why I don't see ads on Instagram um, because I don't have Facebook. I haven't had Me Facebook either. in the modern. When was I the last either. time you had an active? When was the last time you had an active Facebook account? Eleven years ago. Oh, okay. I was going to say because I think it's since Meta bought Instagram, but I haven't had. I don't know when that was, but I thought I solved it. I guess I have not solved it. I've never seen an ad on Instagram. Here's the thing that I think is why they got me. Have you bought something on Instagram? Yeah, but uh, they used to show me the store items, but I don't even see those anymore. I bought something on Instagram Uh, one time. Yeah. I don't know. I'm lucky. I'm not complaining. this nigga is done. He, he, he'll buy anything. Let's show him another one. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not complaining. I just find it odd because I see people all the time complaining about ads on Instagram, and I've literally never seen one. <laughs> Consider yourself blessed, baby. The ads that I see on motherfucking TikTok, it's enough. I'm paying my dues. <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely. I would much rather see a person like get married for the second time or or get married for the first time as a senior than these yes. kids. And plus, I think it would be a much more interesting conversation around like second marriages and finding love late in life. I'd, I'd much rather watch that than the alternative. Oh, no. Thank God it kept recording. <laughs> What happened? I don't even know. I, I don't even know what happened, but at least it's still recording. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> um, what are you with you? I was just saying, uh, I would much rather, I would much rather watch the older folks because I think there's a more interesting conversation about finding love late in life or this idea that like you can have more than one great love or having a real honest conversation about companionship and like like all these different things that we've romanticized and because we've romanticized them, we don't think about them like reasonably. Um, And I, I, who knows that actually may help us treat each other better. If we feel like we don't need to change the person that we're dating or change for the person that we're dating that like somebody loves you for the way you are and wants you to be your best. And that's, yeah. Well, I think if, if they want to have compelling television, the the age is women between like 29 and 36 that would make for the most compelling because those women are the ones who really 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 want to get married because they want to start having babies yeah yeah i also think that uh my age would be a really interesting batch of people because it's either never been married what are you talking well, about? yes, going forward, I will not be older than 36. If you think I'm 36, you are correct. I'm, I haven't, I'm like age obsessed. I always want to tell people how old I am, and I'm done with that. However old you think I am, that's how old I am. I'm not going to tell people how old I am and that I'm old. I'm not ashamed of my age, 100%. No, I just don't want to be age obsessed any longer. Like, time is ticking, baby. If you think I'm 35, then let's roll with it. Why not? Um, <laughs> you know what? I am. Right. Exactly. I, I am whatever you say I am. Um, 
What was I gonna say? What were we talking about? Damn. See? See? Not, oh. Not. <laughs> Old. Oh. The next interesting that your that your age group. My age group would be a would be yes would be a very interesting age group because you have people who are either almost 50 and never married or have been married a time or two already and looking for love so because i'm having a, a really great fun interesting time dating at my age i think it would be interesting to watch people my age on one of these shows but you know america is so look obsessed that they had to do an extreme so people could be like oh wow i did not realize women were still attractive in their 60s <laughs> my one of my one of my favorite nini quotes um is where she's uh talking to Portia. she's like i'm annoyed by ignorance and when you okay. say you act like older, <laughs> when older men don't have sex or don't have sex enough, please educate yourself. And Portia okay. was like, she's like, 45 is old. And then he's like, if 45 and 56 is old, then no. She was like, you are <laughs> not a teenager. You are in mid-age, girl. Please okay. educate your- <laughs> Okay. Maybe fucking men in their 60s. I mean, I, so I hear, I really don't know. But like seventies, eighties, you know. child. They they out here. People are having the sex. The longer we're living, the Which more motherfucker Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, motherfucker just had Al a Pacino. Al Pacino. He's like seventy three. I think it is. Oh, <laughs> people are having the sex, and men can produce sperm until they die. Basically, <laughs> look at look at Larry King. <laughs> look at him. He was in a wheelchair popping out babies. Oh no, not babies, but he was still getting it in. <laughs> he was still getting it in. Um, okay, the T. The T is I understand that this is an election year. I understand that oh God, actually where are we going? Actually, no matter who wins, we are doomed. There's really no good outcome to this next election. So by my calculations, we are going to be this year uh, with climate change and the death of democracy one way or the other. This is our last good year on Earth. So <laughs> I'm going to have a great time this year. That's the plan. This year, I'm, I'm hoping to to just do whatever the fuck I want to because slavery might actually be legal this time next year. Do you have any highlights of things you want to do, places you want to go, things you want to try? Wet bread, finally? No, that's a no. I've I've encountered that accidentally and almost vomited, so that's going to be a no. I um, the, the, the theme of the year is do it scared. Uh, the pastor dragged me by my earlobes this morning. He was talking about how when we were younger, we were not afraid of anything. And I think a lot of that is chalked up to ignorance. He's like, you was in the club, like, I ain't never scared. I ain't never scared. And now you are truly, the main one truly. scared. Now you're the main one scared. You're scared of everything. So you don't have to do it scared. So, uh, Lord, give me my scared of the pastor. <laughs> Listen, but Lord, give me my faith back. Give me my risk back, Lord. Let me just do it. Because as, as history has proven, I'm going to be all right, so I'm going to just do it. And I might leave a little uh, worn for wear, but I'm going to be all right. So I, I'm actually planning a trip right now with 
charming to go to Europe this time. So that is actually taking up the bulk of my resources. So I don't know that I'll be doing a ton of other things like travel wise, but just like the whole idea of like living for the weekend. I don't want to really do that anymore. I think if I'm getting like invites to do stuff during the week, I'm going to say yes to that. I would like to actually look into social dancing. I want to learn how to dance like salsa, merengue, not necessarily ballroom stuff, not a uh, straight people ballroom. Not, not that. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> straight people ballroom. Put to jail. You know what I mean? I, when I say ballroom now, it has a different, it, we're in the, like the foxtrot. Yes. Like Arthur Murray. I don't want to do that, but I would like to do some social dancing, like salsa, shit like that. Oh, remember the saddle rack? Yes, yes. Where you would go, they would teach you a line dance before the club part happened, and then the club part would happen. So they do things like that with like the Latin dances, and I would love to do that a time or two this year. Um, I also am going to try to lift weight more this year i want to incorporate more strength training because i'm uh, the cardio i got like i have a lot of endurance but i'm not as strong as i would like to be so that is my health and fitness goal this year is just more strength training that how about you sounds amazing um i am oh god what am i doing this year i'm Trying to get more comfortable with no. Ooh, mm-hmm. I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get more comfortable with no. I- I'm, I'm trying to like the thing I've I've really struggled with is like protecting space for myself, um, because like you know. I work a lot and because the nature of my work for people on the outside makes it seem that it's like egocentric and I don't mean that in a negative way but I just mean like people the assumption about people in entertainment is like you're doing the work for yourself that's never the way that I've seen my own work so like yes sometimes I'm on stage or like I've written or directed something but it's not actually about me in that way and because it's not about me. I give myself to like all the aspects of it and I work really hard and I'm proud of how hard I work and like the things that I've done, but I don't do enough of a job like protecting balance and like sleep and exercise and like those things. And so this year, even though I haven't done a great job for the first week, but there's still 51 more. Um, I want to do, you know, a better job of, of making sure that I have time like carved out in my day to like be more than just a task accomplisher that I can be a person. Yes. 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 That's good. You know, I don't, um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with having fitness goals. I, uh, I have been, on a good little run on my fitness journey. So for me, having a goal to level up feels comfortable. But for the first time in a long time, I'm not like, I want to lose weight. I want to, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with that. I want my, 
yeah no i want my numbers to remain good every time i go see my doctor i want my cardiologist to continue to be happy for me and i also want to um start cutting back on things so that when a I time comes a damn chicken i sure did uh because when the time comes that the doctor is like okay you need to start cutting back on this stuff it's not going to be a challenge for me because the time will come as we age there's going to be a time when the doctor's like you need to lay off on the alcohol and the sweets and whatever so i'm in moderation trying to enjoy the things that i still enjoy i don't i don't want to do anything that feels like i'm punishing myself because i haven't done anything wrong but i also don't want to continue eating up all the sugar and fried chicken and drinking every fucking day and my liver is like like, girl, what is you doing? Help me. Right, right, <laughs> right. So I'm excited uh, about, um, I'm not necessarily excited about the year per se. It's just nice that the whole country, because I don't know that the whole world cares about New Year's the way that Americans do, is doing a like, I, I enjoy when people do shit together. I like that the whole country is like, we're going to start new this year. I support it. I think it's wonderful. It's just January for me. But if you needed this time to reset and to restart, that's wonderful. I hope you have an accountability partner and I hope you meet all of your goals and that you keep your resolutions or your promises to yourself or whatever for as long as possible. My word for the year is whimsy. I would like this year to feel whimsical okay. than a motherfucker. Okay. I know that's right. Yeah. My word of the year is, is it, it's, it sounds nicer than it means, I promise is discipline and uh -huh. like Come i really on. mean dis discipline in like not because i think it's really easy for me to let myself off the hook with goals that seem uh, like centered on balance or wellness that i'm like oh it's okay i'm working so it's okay for me to ignore this part of myself or it's okay for me to not do this and it's like no the same discipline that i applied to my work ethic i also want to apply to my you know my care practice. Mm -hmm. Listen, Pastor Nick Jew would tell you that your discipline is the only thing standing in the way of your blessings. Well, come on, Pastor. The, o the only thing stopping you from the things that you are needing to be blessed with is you at this point. And me too. And all of y'all. Discipline. Well, amen. That's, that's, so. that's, the, that's the word. Hey, hey booze. Oh, God. I hate sports. I hate sports. Wait, sorry, what are sports? Right. I don't know her. I don't know them. Um, I I have one. I, mm -hmm. I can go first. Okay. So, it's January, which means it's tennis season again, but honestly, yes. tennis season never really stops. <laughs> they um, just go where it's warm and keep playing. <laughs> and they just keep following the sun. So now they're yeah. back in Australia again. Oh, right. Um, and uh, yes, Coco Goff did defend a title for the first time in her career. So happy for and her. It. And but it. my Hebu is uh, this Bulgarian tennis player. Um, his name is Grigor Dimitrov. He's like. Peace, really I believe, made this segment before, I believe. He probably has. Um, he just won a tournament for the first time in seven years. 
and he's had some injuries and some health problems and you know ten, like at that level the difference between maybe not one and a hundred but the difference between like number one in the world and number 20 in the world is all about belief and like who can execute on the day because like at that level everybody can do it it's just like who can do it more consistently and who can believe that they can do it and right so he's gotten to a lot of finals he's gotten very very close he's been as high as number three in the world, but just hasn't been able to win a tournament in seven years, which, you know, if you think about it, like the thing that you, you're the best at, if you haven't been able to like really win in almost a decade, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm about to go uh, sell cars down to the Nissan dealership. I'll, I'll head it to y'all later. Um, but he stayed with it and he won his first tournament and good for you, Grigor Dimitrov. I know some people who listen to the show um, objectify you as though you are a sexual Ooh. being only um, but uh, I am a huge fan of the way he plays tennis and I'm happy for him and I hope he keeps it up so hey boo I just looked at him he is not ugly I will say that <laughs> <laughs> I will say that um, there's um, something rubbing up against your, my producer hat is on. There's something rubbing up against your microphone that sounds like crispy and crunchy. Are you on, are you hanging? Do you have a lavalier? It fell under my chin. Okay, perfect. Great. Wonderful. Um, I don't have a hey boo, but I just have come on this platform on our platform to say the thing that y'all are all waiting for me to say. Go ahead and say Why it with me. So uh, angry. God hates Chris Paul. <laughs> I don't know why he beefing with that lady, but he beefing with that lady. Which is why. Is. And I'm calling God the lady. Not, I'm not misgendering Chris Paul. Uh, which is why when he came to my team, I was like, no. He has beef with God. If nothing out here that has changed, if anything, it went from worse to worser. To worser. <laughs> I'm sad because now our team has went from, oh, you know, maybe after the All-Star break to, damn, I really hope the Pistons uh, lose before they win before they get to us. Thank God somebody else did that. But I'm not confident that we could beat them. That's where we are. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And you know what? Arsenal is kind of, you know, Arsenal is the only thing I have left right now, and I don't want to put too much faith in it. I'm watching the Cowboys right now because my family assigned, the assignment is if we win this game, we get home field advantage in the playoffs, so I'm supposed to be rooting for the people. Uh, fine. But I don't have anything that I'm holding on to with any sense of pride or excitement or love at this point when it comes to sports. And that's all I'm going to say about okay. that. But I think Just the good news of that is... Uh-oh. Oh. Why Why he toot it? Not toot it. No, not tooted. Tooted. Listen. 
Just because I said one white man was attractive, Reginald. I'm not in y'all club like that. Ma'am, you are on the air. This is live. The spirit of Tamara does not reside within me, but I can say somebody is attractive when I see them. And this man is attractive. He's not ugly. He is not ugly. I will say that. Um, Meanwhile, on Instagram, please change the subject. (laughs) Meanwhile, on Twitter, girl, there's an honorable mention that I think I'm just going to save for next time. Um, Okay, so I never say the child name right. Hallie Bailey. Have I got it? I was like, who are you talking? Yeah. Had a baby. That's that child. That child had a baby. That's her business. I'm not upset. I do not care. I don't believe I don't believe we are owed access to her uterus. That is her if she wanted to keep that a secret, I don't think it's called keeping it a secret. I think it's called having a private life and she's fine to have that. It doesn't make me know never mind. She has had a baby with her child, her boyfriend, I'm sorry, with her she has had a child with her boyfriend DDG. I don't know what that is. I you not please don't look at me. I don't know what that man does. I but think they, he's uh, a musician. Okay, does he sing or rap? I'm not. I don't even know why I asked you that. What? Yeah, I was like, you really made a mistake. Uh, she posted to Instagram. Even though we're a few days into the new year, the greatest thing that 2023 could have done for me was bring me my son. Welcome to the world, my halo. The world is desperate to know you. And there is a lovely picture of her holding the baby's tiny little hand and he have on a gold bracelet that is engraved halo. So the genius of at Beyonce Garden on Twitter has posted, what Beyonce song would you name your child? Are you ready? <laughs> oh, wait, no, I want you to go first because then I want to go. Oh, no, this I'm going to read the responses. I don't have one of my own. Oh, I do. Oh, what is yours? Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. Get back here. Who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> Uh, first one, resentment is a beautiful name for a baby. <laughs> I really hope they spell it in the, the white lady way. <laughs> like R-H. <laughs> uh, somebody, yeah. I think this is, I think this is an earnest answer. Blue, rocket, or summer? Rocket's an interesting, but rocket sounds like a cartoon character. A, a dog, to be honest. <laughs> uh, my beautiful little kitty cat. Absolutely. Little, ba- not. little baby diva. No. I mean, sure. Um, I mean, people know. Name diva. Yeah. Summer Renaissance, like first and middle name. Uh, call her America Has a Problem, Amy for short. Uh, ghost. Ah, where is Amy? Where's the P? Oh, Amy. <laughs> I don't know. Like as America. Like yeah, okay. yeah. Ghost, heaven, halo. Listen, pronounced Le Sion. <laughs> no, no. 
uh this was good renaissance visuals because i'm never having one <laughs> we do not deserve rights the woman that we were talking about earlier who does the like neighbor in harry potter the the teacher in harry potter her twitter name is the baddest mitch she said when i give birth to little dance for you but like all is one word <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Deja and Deja and Vu. If I have twins, oh my god, this was cute. Come here, little savage remix. Let me sing you a lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, savage is a, is kind of a cute name. If you're famous, <laughs> oh yeah, that's not a uh, person. Love first name, drought middle name. Pure. Pure is another one. Uh, Freakum dress, get down here. Because <laughs> when he rap, when he act wrong, that's when you put it on. Uh, diva, sorry, diva, diva, sorry, spirit and summer renaissance. Again, we've got another summer renaissance. Oh, spirit, spirits, yeah, spirit's not a terrible idea. Uh, Summer Renaissance, Pure Honey or Miss Honey, Alien Superstar. Ma'am, you are not naming your motherfucker baby no damn Alien Superstar. Diva, Heaven, Spirit again, Blue, Ave Maria, Flawless, and Opulence. A lot of rockets, a lot of Halo, Ego, Bonnie and Clyde for the twins, Deja Vu again. Rocket, great name for a wiener dog. Uh, X XO. Oh, XO. Interesting. Countdown. Don't make me count to three. Boy. <laughs> Somebody tweeted with all exclamations. Blow. Plastic off the sofa. All night. Upgrade you. Your rooms better be clean. <laughs> Not plastic off the sofa. <laughs> plastic off the sofa. Go to Pops. bed now. <laughs> Pots as an acronym. That's cute. That's, That's cute. cute. That's cute. He did. Alien. Alien. Alien superstar. You know you hear me calling you. <laughs> uh, first name America. Middle name has a problem. Uh uh. Superpower. Oh, I forget about that song, but uh-huh. Uh, Pretty Hurts. Absolutely not. Go away. <laughs> There's a lot of pure and honey if I have twins. Deja and Vu if I have twins. Or Deja and Vu is the middle name. Uh, first name, seven. Middle name, 11. <laughs> mm -hmm. Daddy. Uh, look, Yonsei is on there. Oh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Telephone. Mm -hmm. Video phone. My child gonna be green light. No. <laughs> no. Pure and honey are very popular. I think that uh, if I had a child and I had to name the child after a Beyonce song, it would be heaven. That's for oh, me. That's a that's a great that's a great name. 
Somebody said baby boy. <laughs> Jealous. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, somebody wrote. I'm going to spell it for you and let you catch it. T-U-D-A-L-E-F. <laughs> Wait. T-U-D-A-L-E-F. Uh, no, 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 no. Two dollars, two dollars. Flawless, flawless remix. Cooper, come clean these toys up. Ave Maria. Yes, that's been on here quite a bit too. <laughs> <laughs> Scared of lonely. If you don't do your homework. Dick. <laughs> no. Somebody said partition. <laughs> Move. Uh, ego, Virgo, or Nile? Nile. What is oh, Nile? Um, it's from The Gift. That's that song with Kendrick. Oh, okay. Somebody said one plus one. Oh, Freedom's a good name. Freedom's on here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, uh, yes. I don't think Ever. that... Oh, yes. I, yeah. Yeah, they, they said yes. A lot of people said yes. Um, I think Heaven for me is fine. Heaven is just fine. Somebody said spirit. It's a, lo- it's a lovely name. Uh, me well on Twitter. Uh, sing. <laughs> he was doing his very best. I love it Listen. so much. So, so much. Well, that's it. That's our first one, our only one this year. We'll see you again in 2025. Yeah, we'll see you after the election when we're back on the fucking slave. <laughs> and hopefully, they let us the, have a podcast. Have podcasts where it's like if slaves went live and it was like, Harry no. So it was like, why are y'all on, like, get off the thing? And they're like talking about masses on here. And he's like, you can read. <laughs> no. Oh no. Ciao. Um, do you remember the new sign off? Oh shit, yeah, I do. Okay, go ahead. A bad bitch might get down. That is not it. <laughs> you will stay there. That's not it, girl. I thought that was it. Oh, a bad, uh, what, what is it? You can't keep a good bitch down. Not for not long. long. <laughs> Alright, bye. I guess we have to do this more than every six months. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> bye. <laughs>